Hello and welcome to another episode of LFC Reactions. This one, Huddersfield versus Liverpool. Finally, we had to deal with two weeks of um, the international break and the so-called UEFA Nations League. It was torturous, but we're back to club football again until November. So let's enjoy these matches while we can, eh? Um, yeah, so we're back. Premier League football once again. Liverpool evening kickoff away against um, relegation candidates Huddersfield Town. So we were going into this game undeniably the favourites. Also going into this game knowing Manchester City beat Burnley 5 0, um, knowing Chelsea and Man United dropped points. And Tottenham managed to nick a 1-0 win away at West Ham. So, everyone in the top six either picked up a point or three points. It was important for us to end this mini drought that we've been going through. I know in September we had a tough fixture list. Playing PSG, Chelsea twice, Napoli and Manchester City. When we played Chelsea twice, we... Did not win any of those games. Um, Napoli, we lost and Man City, we drew. So, as you can tell, we were going into this game kind of hoping we can bounce back with a W. And, um, of course, against Huddersfield, I was expecting us to roll them over. But I'm going to get into that. So, the lineup for today... Allison in goal, left back Robertson, centre backs um, Van Dyke and Lovren, right back Gomez. In midfield you had Henderson, Milner and Adam Lalana, and up front you had Mo Salah, Shakiri and Sturridge up front. Now you're probably thinking that's quite a lot of changes or quite a few amount of changes. Yes, um, unfortunately, Mane got injured over the international break. Keita was also injured over the international break. Um, and Lallana hasn't played any kind of club football for God knows how long now. Apparently, it was his first Premier League start since January. And we are now accommodating Lovren and Van Dijk as centre-backs again. So when I first saw this lineup, I was thinking, why are we not playing Gomez centre back with Van Dyke? That partnership's been working perfectly. What is the well, Why are we accommodating Lovren? If we are forcing Gomez right back for the rest of the season, and I'll get into that later. I'll be incredibly annoyed, or I'll explain why. Um, also, Lallana midfield. I have to be honest, his injuries have regressed his ability. So when I found that he was starting, this was a kind of relative surprise to me. But then at the same time, I was thinking it's Huddersfield. So maybe we'll get a lot of ball possession. So, and Henderson and Milner have always, have pretty much started every other game for us. And Mo Salah who is a little bit off form, 
coming off international break, scoring a goal against Egypt. Maybe this might be the one to kick on. And Sturridge starting was kind of a surprise. But not not too much of a surprise because I thought he'd be the impact player. But again, again, we all thought Huddersfield. So it'll be a confidence game. And Shakiri was the only one that made sense because of Mane's injury. So, right. So the game started now. And um, this first half, once again... Well, Huddersfield were not really threatening in the first half. Um, and you can understand why they are relegation candidates. They've had the fewest shots on target in the Premier League this season. Um, they haven't scored a goal at home, I believe, in this season, I think I've heard. Something like that. And, um, yeah, so... Every time they were on the ball, they weren't really doing enough to threaten us in the first half, from what I remember. But when it came to us playing, it was like we were not ticking again in midfield. It was that reoccurring theme of defenders splitting the lines more than our midfield three was still was still an issue. And Henderson was doing diagonal passes, which was coming off fair play. But when it comes to that through ball, okay, let's keep that fluidity going. Let's up up it from gear one to gear four, like we did in last season. It just wasn't there. Lallana, every time he was on the ball, he kept doing a quite, I think the first, he did a quite turn after about 15 minutes, won the foul, okay. Um, fouled, he got fouled again another couple of times, okay. And Milner was doing this thing where he kept covering Robertson's area and going to left back. So so every time our defenders or Allison's on the ball, um we just knock it to our front three and then it's kind of like maybe we'll win the second ball kind of thing. So it wasn't the fluidity wasn't quite there. Um I'm trying to remember if Huddersfield had any genuine real chances. I don't uh, I don't really think so. Uh from what I remember anyway, but I remember the one time at the at the first moment where we kind of ticked. I think Gomez passes it to Shakiri. Shakiri's dribbling. Yeah, Gomez done well with splitting the lines. And then that created space for Shakiri to attack the uh, the get get towards the eighteen yard box, and then Mo Salah, um, he kind of opened himself up, made the diagonal run in, the ball was passed into him, in the box, um, he kind of toe pokes it, aiming at the far post, and it hits the net, one 0 Liverpool. I was thinking, okay, brilliant, because it was a stuttery start. And knowing, oh yeah, how did, yeah, so yeah, we were 1-0 up, but I wanted more. This game, knowing Manchester City won 5-0, we should have won at least. I wanted to see more goals from us. So, cause, and Huddersfield were playing a back three, so everything was dependent on their midfield. And I think five minutes, ten, no, ten minutes, five, ten minutes later, one of the Huddersfield players take a shot takes a shot from like 
30 yards out, it takes a slight deflection of Lovering, hits the pulse. I was like, oh my gosh, my heart was thumping. And then there was another moment where they had a free kick. It looked like it was going in, but it kind of went five yards wide. And let them go. I want to talk about Joe Gomez at right back now because he got away with it today. But in future games, if he does what he was, what I'm about to say, we're going to get fucking punished. Sorry for the swearing. Um, every time Huddersfield wanted to start an attack, it would be down the channels. So, and for the majority of the first half, they were attacking down Andy Robertson's side. So every time they were, they made a through ball was successfully done down Andy Robertson's um, side, Gomez, because he's got the natural ability of a centre-back and not a right-back, his first instinct is to tuck in. And when he's tucking in, it's allowing the Huddersfield player to overlap and he's vacating that space at the far post. Thankfully, Huddersfield's quality when it comes to passing, creating chances wasn't there. They tried to pull, pull it off a couple times, two, three times, but it wasn't happening. So we got away with it or Gomez just had the pace or the awareness to literally cover ends and make the slide tackle. And yeah, um, also when Allison when he's... Oh yeah, yeah there was a moment as well, Allison. He wanted to kick the ball out, but he delayed again. And then the 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 Huddersfield uh, striker—I don't know if he's don't know his name. Um, he was so slow, but because Allison took so long, he managed to close down the space. And by and by the time Allison kicked it, the ball ricocheted off um, the Huddersfield player. So Allison's still doing that nonsense. And I think also he's kind of learning how to play with Lovren. This is only his second time starting him starting a game with Lovren. So um, there was times where he passed it to Lovren, but because Lovren doesn't play out from the back like how Gomez does it with that assurance. There was a time where Lovren was caught napping and he made a lazy pass and then... um, Huddersfield had a quite kind of had a half half attackish, but that that was it really. And then in terms of Liverpool's clear cut chances in the first half, other than that Mo Salah goal, there was none. Our only shot on target was that Mo Salah goal in that first half. We didn't bother to threaten the Huddersfield keeper or test him enough in that first half, and that was to my annoyance. And it was again, again, it's an issue. It's an issue. It feels like the loss of Bulav in the first half. In the first half, sorry. The loss of Bulav from last season is clearly affecting our attacking play and a lack of playmaker is also affecting our attacking play. So, right, second half now. um, A substitution happens. Jordan Henderson's off and Jeannie Wijnaldum comes on. At first, I thought it was tactical, but apparently... Henderson has a tight hamstring. So, Genie was playing in the number six role. And again, in the second half, uh, it was it was more or less passes were breaking down. Um, I wanted Shakiri to be more involved. 
But I know I think he prefers playing from the right rather than the left. And Mo Salah occupies the right-hand side. So maybe that was a factor. Um, yeah, Shakiri weren't really working hard enough for me. Mo Salah, again, he can get in... He's a system player. He can get in good positions. But when it comes to connecting passes with Sturridge, it wasn't there. Same with Sturridge trying to find Mo Salah. There weren't really any good chances I was seeing. Um, I remember Sturridge had a pot shot from about 25 yards outside the box. Um, he tried to emulate what he did against Chelsea. Obviously, that didn't come off. And then Huddersfield's confidence was slowly growing and they were kind of testing our defence even more. But again, no clear-cut chances. But if they were going to get a crucial chance, it would be because we made a mistake. And the mistakes were slyly pouring in. Um, We were giving the ball... Giving the ball away a lot again. Um... I remember someone whipped the ball in from a channel again because all Huddersfield attack was starting from the channels. Van Dyke tries to clear the ball, but it goes under his legs. He misses it completely. And then Lovren mistimes the ball. And then, um, well, yeah, the, thankfully, no one, none, none of the Huddersfield players were there to anticipate it, so we got away with it. Um, and then Lallana... Around the 60th minute or 65th minute, he's running to Klopp and he's whispering something. I thought it was a tactical thing he was whispering on, but it turns out he was injured. Shock. Lalana injury. Oh, pretends to be surprised. Meme, if you've seen that one anyway. So that led to the introduction of Fabinho making his Premier League debut finally. Um... And I don't know why Klopp said he doesn't look ready. The first thing I remember Fabinho doing, he knocked, he played a um, looping through ball with his first touch into Mo Salah to allow him to run down the channels. And he was also dribbling, making Huddersfield players think two things. Like, just like what Emery Chan was doing for us last season. So, two of the Brexit midfielders were off and you can slowly see the foreigners in our midfield were beginning to impose themselves. Um, I haven't spoken about even Genie. Genie was also doing his little thing where he wins the ball back and then just tries to get it ticking. But this again, the fluidity wasn't there. It still wasn't there. And then the final substitution was Milner off for... Firmino and then I think the fine and then I think that formation became four two two two. So you had um Fabinho Genie holding and then I think the next two Shakiri Firmino and then Storage Salah and then yeah but again Firmino came on he had one half chance Outside the box. I think but I think he had enough time to hit the target. All he had to do is look up. And I remember Salah had a chance on the break. It, I've, I, no, this one was a clear-cut chance. All he had to do was look up and then shoot. But Salah has that habit again like last season. Scores a goal but misses a big chance. 
So that was that. And then Huddersfield were kind of imposing themselves even more. But again, they weren't really that threatening. You can just tell, you can tell why they're relegation candidates. And then that was kind of it, really. And that was the game. Um, we cut, we got away with a one nil. And again, we won. We win playing ugly, and it's it's bittersweet. Yes, I'm impressed. We can win ugly. Well done. But we cannot sustain this for the whole of the season. I know we are unbeaten now, but we are a quarter of the way into the league fixtures. We've got three quarters of the season to go. Um, I'm happy we're unbeaten, of course. I'm I'm happy that we are joint top with Manchester City. However, their goal difference is so superior, so, so much superior to us. The way they attack hasn't slowed down, but the way we attack have clearly slowed down. And I think Klopp has prioritised a defence being assured at the back rather than the front three banging in goals or the transition in fluidity when we're on the break. And, but on the touchline, you can see he was getting frustrated with it. He was frustrated with why we're not clicking, why we're not that smooth or quick in transition. So I think in the post-match interview, he will say he will, he will not be happy with that performance. He's got every right not to be happy with that performance. Against a relegation candidate... I expected a 3-0 win, but it was only a 1-0 win. So that's worrying. Hopefully, the next game against Red Star Belgrade, we turn them over and we blow them off the park. We're at home at Anfield. Hopefully, we see the return of Mane then and Firmino start in the usual front three. I would like to see Fabinho start in that Champions League game as well with Genie and Henderson. So... And then the usual back five. But other than that, it was it was really frustrating. And I'd, I also want to see Gomez back at centre-back. I want to see Trent Alexander-Arnold at right-back. Because he's not going to play at right-back. And we are lacking creativity in midfield. Why not play Trent in the in a midfield role? That's his natural position anyway. If we know we are lacking that, that playmaker to connect us to the front three to keep that fluidity going... Play Trent in that role. Experiment. You know? If, if we're going to experiment with our defence, we need to find a way to get that front three attack clicking again. Because if we get the goals and our back five behaves how they have been all season, assured, keeping clean sheets, we can then test Manchester City. But until then, Manchester City's firepower is just way more superior than ours at the moment. And in January, we need to bid for Fakir again or bid for a playmaker, it's essential, it's essential, it has to happen, even if we are top of the league with five points clear, Manchester City last season bought Laporte and there were 17 points clear at the top, Pep didn't allow any um, complacency to happen, period, we need that, we need that, we need that CAM, because last season we had it with Coutinho. We had the Fab Four, supposedly. And that's what was getting us the goals. But this season is drying up. So, yeah. Um, that's that's pretty much all I have to say for now. It's good to have club football back again. It's good to have Liverpool stress me out again, even though we were winning. But I shouldn't be too stressed out. It's good that we're winning, but I'm beaten. But... Well, I want a winning style. It's just not sustainable over the season. So, 
I would like to conclude this season's uh, today's podcast and um, see you guys on Wednesday for the post-match result of Red Star Belgrade. Alright, thanks for listening. Oh yeah, and be sure to like, share and subscribe. Hello and welcome to another episode of LFC Reactions. This one, Huddersfield versus Liverpool. Finally, we had to deal with two weeks of um, the international break and the so-called UEFA Nations League. It was torturous, but we're back to club football again until November. So let's enjoy these matches while we can, eh? Um, Yeah, so we're back. Premier League football once again. Liverpool evening kickoff away against um, relegation candidates Huddersfield Town. So we were going into this game undeniably the favourites. Also going into this game knowing Manchester City beat Burnley 5 0, um, knowing Chelsea and Man United dropped points, and Tottenham managed to nick a 1 0 win away at West Ham. So Everyone in the top six either picked up a point or three points. It was important for us to end this mini drought that we've been going through. I know in September we had a tough fixture list playing PSG, Chelsea twice, Napoli and Manchester City. When we played Chelsea twice, we did not win any of those games. Um, Napoli, we lost and Man City, we drew. So... As you can tell, we were going into this game kind of hoping we can bounce back with a W. And, um, of course, against Huddersfield, I was expecting us to roll them over, but I'm going to get into that. So, the lineup for today Allison in goal, left back Robertson, centre backs, um, Van Dijk and Lovren, right back Gomez. In midfield, you had Henderson, Milner and Adam Lalana, And up front, you had Mo Salah, Shakiri, and Sturridge up front. Now, you're probably thinking, that's quite a lot of changes, or quite a few amount of changes. Yes, um, unfortunately, Mane got injured over international break. Kato was also injured over the international break. Um, and Lilana hasn't played any kind of club football for God knows how long now. Apparently it was his first Premier League start since January. And we are now accommodating Lovren and Van Dijk as centre-backs again. So when I first saw this lineup, I was thinking... Why are we not playing Gomez centre-back with Van Dijk? That partnership's been working perfectly. What is the... Well, why are we accommodating Lovren? If we are forcing Gomez right back for the rest of the season... And I'll get into that later. I'll be incredibly annoyed. Or I'll explain why. Um, also, Lallana in midfield. I have to be honest, his injuries have regressed his ability 
So when I found that he was starting, this was a kind of relative surprise to me. But then at the same time, I was thinking it's Huddersfield. So maybe we'll get a lot of ball possession. So, and Henderson and Milner have always, have pretty much started every other game for us. And Mo Salah, who is a little bit off form, coming off international break, scoring a goal against Egypt. Maybe this might be the one to kick on and storage starting was kind of a surprise, but not not too much of a surprise because I thought he'd be the impact player. But again, again, we all thought Huddersfield, so it'll be a confidence game. And Shakiri was the only one that made sense because of Mane's injury. So, right, so the game started now and um, this first half, once again... Well, Huddersfield were not really threatening in the first half. Um, and you can understand why they are relegation candidates. They've had the fewest shots on target in the Premier League this season. Um, they haven't scored a goal at home, I believe, in this season, I think I've heard. Something like that. And, um, yeah, so... Every time they were on the ball, they weren't really doing enough to threaten us in the first half, from what I remember. But when it came to us playing, it was like we were not ticking again in midfield. It was that reoccurring theme of defenders splitting the lines more than our midfield three was still was still an issue. And Henderson was doing diagonal passes, which was coming off fair play. But when it comes to that through ball, okay, let's keep that fluidity going. Let's up up it from gear one to gear four, like we did in last season. It just wasn't there. Lallana, every time he was on the ball, he kept doing a quite, I think the first, he did a quite turn after about 15 minutes, won the foul, okay. Um, fouled, he got fouled again another couple of times, okay. And Milner was doing this thing where he kept covering Robertson's area and going to left back. So so every time our defenders or Allison's on the ball, um we just knock it to our front three and then it's kind of like maybe we'll win the second ball kind of thing. So it wasn't the fluidity wasn't quite there. Um I'm trying to remember if Huddersfield had any genuine real chances. I don't uh, I don't really think so. Uh from what I remember anyway, but I remember the one time at the f- at the first moment where we kind of ticked. I think Gomez passes it to Shakiri. Shakiri's dribbling. Yeah, Gomez done well with splitting the lines. And then that created space for Shakiri to attack the uh, the get get towards the eighteen yard box, and then Mo Salah, um, he kind of opened himself up, made the diagonal run in, the ball was passed into him, in the box, um, he kind of toe pokes it, aiming at the far post, and it hits the net, one 0 Liverpool. I was thinking, okay, brilliant, because it was a stuttery start. And knowing... Oh, yeah, how did... Yeah, so, yeah, we were 1-0 up. 
But I wanted more. This game, knowing Manchester City won 5 0, we should have won at least. I wanted to see more goals from us. So, cause on, and Huddersfield were playing a back three. So, everything was dependent on their midfield. And I think five minutes, ten, no, ten minutes, five, ten minutes later, one of the Huddersfield players take a shot, takes a shot from like 30 yards out. It takes a slight deflection of Lovren, hits the pulse. I was like, oh my gosh, my heart was thumping. And then there was another moment where they had a free kick. It looked like it was going in, but it kind of went five yards wide. And let them go. I want to talk about Joe Gomez at right back now. Because he got away with it today. But in future games, if he does what he was, what I'm about to say, we're going to get fucking punished. Sorry for the swearing. Um, every time Huddersfield wanted to start an attack, it would be down the channels. So, and for the majority of the first half, they were attacking down Andy Robertson's side. So every time they were, they made a through ball was successfully done down Andy Robertson's um, side. Gomez, because he's got the natural ability of a centre-back and not a right-back, his first instinct is to tuck in. And when he's tucking in, it's allowing the Huddersfield player to overlap and he's vacating that space at the far post. Thankfully, Huddersfield's quality when it comes to passing, creating chances wasn't there. They tried to pull, pull it off a couple times, two, three times, but it wasn't happening. So we got away with it or Gomez just had the pace or the awareness to literally cover ends and make the slide tackle. And yeah, um, also when Alisson, when he's... Oh yeah, yeah, there was a moment as well. Allison, he wanted to kick the ball out, but he delayed again. And then the 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 Huddersfield uh, striker, I don't know if he's don't know his name. Um, he was so slow, but because Allison took so long, he managed to close down the space. And by and by the time Allison kicked it, the ball ricocheted off um the Huddersfield player. So Allison's still doing that nonsense. And I think also he's kind of learning how to play with Lovren. This is only his second time starting him starting a game with Lovren. So um, there was times where he passed it to Lovren. But because Lov- Lovren doesn't play out from the back like how Gomez does it with that assurance. There was a time where Lovren was caught napping and he made a lazy pass. And then... Um, Huddersfield had a quite kind of had a half half attackish, but that that was it really. And then in terms of Liverpool's clear cut chances in the first half, other than that Mo Salah goal, there was none. Our only shot on target was that Mo Salah goal in that first half. We didn't bother to threaten the Huddersfield keeper or test him enough in that first half, and that was to my annoyance. And it was again, again, it's an issue. It's an issue. It feels like the loss of Bulav in the first half. In the first half, sorry. The loss of Bulav from last season is clearly affecting our attacking play and a lack of playmaker is also affecting our attacking play. So, right, second half now. um, A substitution happens. Jordan Henderson's off and Gini Wijnaldum comes on. At first, I thought it was tactical, but apparently... 
Henderson has a tight hamstring. So, Genie was playing in the number six role. And again, in the second half, uh, it was it was more or less passes were breaking down. Um, I wanted Shakiri to be more involved. But I know, I think he prefers playing from the right rather than the left. And Mo Salah occupies the right-hand side. So maybe that was a factor. Um, yeah, Shakiri weren't really working hard enough for me. Mo Salah, again, he can get in... He's a system player. He can get in good positions. But when it comes to connecting passes with Sturridge, it wasn't there. Same with Sturridge trying to find Mo Salah. They weren't really... Any good chances I was seeing. Um, I remember Sturridge had a pot shot from about 25 yards outside the box. Um, he tried to emulate what he did against Chelsea. Obviously, that didn't come off. And then Huddersfield's confidence was slowly growing. And they were kind of testing our defence even more. But again, no clear-cut chances. But if they were going to get a crucial chance, it would be because we made a mistake. And the mistakes were slyly pouring in. Um, we were giving the ball giving the ball away a lot again. Um, I remember someone whipped the ball in from a channel again because all Huddersfield attack was starting from the channels. Van Dyke tries to clear the ball, but it goes under his legs. He misses it completely. And then Lovren mistimes the ball. And then, um, well, yeah, the, thankfully, no one, none, none of the Huddersfield players were there to anticipate it. So we got away with it. Um, and then Lallana, around the 60th minute or 65th minute, he's running to Klopp and he's whispering... Something I thought it was a tactical thing he was whispering on, but it turns out he was injured. Shock, Lalana injury. Oh, pretends to be surprised. Meme, if you've seen that one, anyway. So that led to the introduction of Fabinho making his Premier League debut finally. Um, and I don't know why Klopp said he doesn't look ready. The first thing I remember Fabinho doing, he knocked, he played a um, looping through ball with his first touch into Mo Salah to allow him to run down the channels. And he was also dribbling, making Huddersfield players think two things. Like, just like what Emery Chan was doing for us last season. So two of the Brexit midfielders were off and you can slowly see the foreigners in our midfield were beginning to impose themselves. Um, I haven't spoken about even Genie. Genie was also doing his little thing where he wins the ball back and then just tries to get it ticking. But this again, the fluidity wasn't there. It still wasn't there. And then the final substitution was Milner off for Firmino. And then... I think the final, and then I think that formation became four two two two. So you had um, Fabinho, Genie holding, and then I think the next two Shakiri, Firmino, and then Storage Salah, and then yeah. But again, Firmino came on. He had one half chance, 
outside the box. I think, but I think he had enough time to hit the target. All he had to do is look up. And I remember Salah had a chance on the break. It, I've, I, no, this one was a clear-cut chance. All he had to do was look up and then shoot. But Salah has that habit again like last season. Scores a goal but misses a big chance. So that was that. And then Huddersfield were kind of imposing themselves even more. But again, they weren't really that threatening. You can just tell you can tell why they're relegation candidates. And then that was kind of it really. And that was the game. Um we cut we got away with a one 0 And again we won we win playing ugly and it's it's bittersweet. Yes, I'm impressed we can win ugly. Well done. But we cannot sustain this for the whole of the season. I know we are unbeaten now. But we are a quarter of the way into the league fixtures. We've got three quarters of the season to go. Um, I'm happy we're unbeaten, of course. I'm, I'm happy that we are joint top with Manchester City. However... Their goal difference is so superior, so, so much superior to us. The way they attack hasn't slowed down, but the way we attack have clearly slowed down. And I think Klopp has prioritised the defence being assured at the back rather than the front three banging in goals or the transition in fluidity when we're on the break. And, but on the touchline, you can see he was getting frustrated with it. He was frustrated with why we're not clicking, why we're not that smooth or quick in transition. So I think in the post-match interview, he will say he will he will not be happy with that performance. He's got every right not to be happy with that performance. Against a relegation candidate, I expected a 3-0 win, but it was only a 1-0 win. So that's worrying. Hopefully, the next game against Red Star Belgrade, we turn them over and we blow them off the park. We're at home at Anfield. Hopefully we see the return of Mane then and Firmino start in the usual front three. I would like to see Fabinho start in that Champions League game as well with Genie and Henderson. So, and then the usual back five. But other than that, it was it was really frustrating. And I'd, I also want to see Gomez back at centre-back. I want to see Trent Alexander-Arnold at right-back. Because he's not going to play at right-back. And we are lacking creativity in midfield. Why not play Trent in the in a midfield role? That's his natural position anyway. If we know we are lacking that, that playmaker to connect us to the front three to keep that fluidity going, play Trent in that role. Experiment. You know? If, if we're going to experiment with our defence, we need to find a way to get that front three attack clicking again. Because if we get the goals and our back five behaves how they have been all season assured, keeping clean sheets, we can then test Manchester City. But until then, Manchester City's firepower is just way more superior than ours at the moment. And in January, we need to bid for Fakir again or bid for a playmaker. It's essential. It's essential. It has to happen. Even if we are top of the league with five points clear. Manchester City last season bought Laporte and there were 17 points clear at the top. Pep didn't allow any um, complacency to happen, period. We need that, we need that, we need that CAM. Because last season we had it with Coutinho, we had the Fab Four, supposedly. And that's what was getting us the goals, but this season is drying up. 
so yeah um that's that's pretty much all i have to say for now it's good to have club football back again it's good to have liverpool stress me out again even though we were winning but i shouldn't be too stressed out it's good that we're winning but unbeaten but well i want a winning style it's just not sustainable over the season so i would like to conclude this season's pot uh, today's podcast and um See you guys on Wednesday for the post-match result of Red Star Belgrade. Alright, thanks for listening. Oh yeah, and be sure to like, share and subscribe.